Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. I'm Alex Cruzy. And we are off to the farm this afternoon uh, or evening to play the game Bonanza. Uh, this is a Uwe Rosenberg game, and uh, I believe this is the first. This was the first of the Bonanza universe, right? <laughs> yes, it's also it's possibly one of his first like mega popular games. Yeah, this is a ma- you've probably heard of this game. It is a massively popular game to this day. Yeah, no, it's got his uh list of games. I think it's number 1. So I think this was his like big breakout hit. Yes. Um anyway, this is a game uh in cards and there is a like I said, there's a <laughs> Bonanza cinematic universe that uh, exists of uh many other games. Um I guess it's not cinematic, but it is a universe, it seems. There's Bonanza Dice. There's a Dice version of this. There is a, uh, what is there, Roll and Write? There's, uh, name the versions. I think you have them all. <laughs> <laughs> there's Warful Bonanza. There's a bunch of expansions to the game Bonanza itself. Um, and I can't, I can't think of any others if there are others. I have some of the expansions, but I haven't played them that much. <laughs> there, Yeah, there's like, uh, there are, because I think there's these other versions that have not, Made yeah, it over here like from Germany. Like the uh, duel, oh, yeah, I think, is a, a duel. its own one. That's a t- specifically two-player. Although you can play this as a two-player game as well. It's my first um, Bonanza. There's oh a, yeah, there's that like one. A kids version. That. Bonanza Fun and Easy. There's like this is uh, anything. This, this game is like crazily connected and has been living a life up to this day, <laughs> which just astounds <laughs> me. But but today we are going to be talking about the original Bonanza, the one that kicked it off in 1997, way back when. Oh, so those um, the days. yeah, ah, the the heyday of bean farming games. <laughs> Um, all right, so Bonanza, like I said, came out in 1997, and the tagline for the game is "Farm beans, harvest crops, and trade your fort or wa- trade your way to fortune in this card game classic." And that is pretty much the game in a nutshell, for sure. Uh, it, it was designed by Uwe Rosenberg, like I mentioned, and its art is by Frederic Bertrand, Marek Blaha, Andrea Bokoff. Clemens Franz and many more. There are a lot of artists that were involved in this game, which is kind of funny, but I guess maybe that's 1997 because this game is very, I don't know. The art's pretty basic. I feel like someone could have done it in like a week, (laughs) Uh, at least on the sketches. So, but it is cool art. It is a very hand-drawn style and a very silly, silly, goofy uh, theme and double entendres in the names and stuff like that. So it's a fun game to interact with. Uh, Published by Amigo. And it plays two to seven, which is nice. Very uh, one of the great games, and I think why it's been so popular for so long is it is a up to seven player game that plays well. And it plays in about forty five minutes. Age is thirteen plus. Community says eight plus. I would agree with that. I think you younger kids get in get get into this. Uh, I might put it at ten though. And uh, weight is one point six seven out of five. So very light, or reasonably light, I should say. It is Uve game, so it can't be too light. Uh, all right, man. Let's see. Let's talk about how we play this bad boy, and then we'll get more into our thoughts about this uh, classic card game. All right. This is a game of wheeling and dealing. Uh, there, Depending on the number of players that you have playing, some of the things might change as in how many cards everyone starts with or other things. It changes drastically for a two-player game. I haven't played it since I first got the game, so I can't remember exactly, but I, I know it's kind of different in some of the steps and things in there. But for the most part, the game plays 
uh, as, as I'm about to describe. So basically, everyone starts with a certain amount of cards. One very specific thing in this game is the cards you are dealt, uh, you keep them in the order they are in. You do not reorder them at any point in time. Uh, this is a game where your hand is static. Uh, things can jump out of it, uh, and things can be added to the back of it, but uh, you can't ever rearrange them to be like, oh, I want to put this one over here and group these together. You don't do that. That is not that type of game. Uh, so everyone usually starts with around five cards, but again, it could change depending on player count. And uh, essentially, you're, you're good to go. Uh, one thing I will note is that essentially you have two bean fields that you can play and plant beans into in front of you. Uh, there's nothing there to mark them. You just kind of have to imagine that there are two spots where you can play stacks of cards. Uh, and you can also purchase another bean field, and the cost of it is usually two or three coins, depending on the number of players. So you can have a third one, uh, but you would have to pay for it to get it. But you can only have a third, and you can only do it once per game. Uh, but essentially, once you, once it's your turn, you're going to follow the same four steps, which is to plant bean cards, then to draw, trade, and donate bean cards, then to plant uh, your traded and donated cards, and then to draw more cards. But to go into further depth, essentially the first step, the plant bean cards, you will take the first card, that card that you can see the entire card of from your hand, and you will plant that into one of your open bean fields or into a bean field that has the same type of beans. So for example, you might have a wax bean in front, and if you already have some planted wax beans, you can add it to that pile. Uh, if you don't, then you'll have to add it to a new pile, and if you don't have room, you'll have to sell one of your piles in order to put it in there. And I'll get go a bit further into selling piles probably near the end of it when I talk about scoring points and things like that. Uh, after you have planted one, you have the option to plant your second one. You do not need to, but you can. Uh, and then you move on to step two, which is to draw, trade, and donate bean cards. You will draw the top two cards of the deck uh, and flip them over. These are essentially your cards to deal with, but they are kind of open in a way to the public. This is where you start wheeling and dealing. Um, you may want these cards. You may not want these cards. Uh, you may not want some of the cards that are in your hand, and other players may not want cards that are in their hand. So this is where you're going, all right, I don't really want this chili bean. I would love some wax beans. Does anybody have any wax beans? And people start making offers. Oh, I can give you two wax beans for that, that coffee bean that's there. Or, you know, what do you got in your hand? Do you got any red beans? Because if you got any red beans, I can give you the wax beans that you've been wanting this whole time if you really want them and you know what i'll take i'll take the blue bean away from you if you if you really don't want it, i can deal with it um and as i mentioned you can donate so it may be something where you've done all the wheeling and dealing you can but you you still are stuck with a coffee bean that you don't want to deal with and you might just go hey you you i'll give you this coffee bean nothing nothing else doesn't doesn't matter will you just take it away from me so i don't have to deal with it of course, they don't have to accept, uh, but if they can get it for free, that's all the better for them. Um, and that it continues until ever, all the deals have been done. All deals can only take place with the person that who's the active player. So two uh, passive players cannot make deals with each other. They all have to make only make deals with the person uh, who is the active player. Uh, once all deals are done, anything that was wheeled and dealed, uh, they will be planted. Nothing goes into your hand in this phase. So anything that was traded out from a hand or that was uh, traded because it was one of the cards that was drawn, they will all be planted. It doesn't matter uh, 
what else? Nothing goes into a hand. So you add them to your little planted piles. Uh, and then at the end of their turn, they will draw three more cards from the deck and they will add those to the back of their hand uh, and then play passes to the next person. Uh, at any point in time during the game, someone may sell one of their piles. Each of the different types of beans sell for different amounts depending on how many beans you have in the stack when you sell it. So, for example, uh, garden beans, if you'd have... Uh, two garden beans in a stack, you'd get two coins. If you had three, you'd get three coins. Uh, although that one's a special one. Usually they have th four different prices. So for example, chili beans, if you had one, uh, sorry, three chili beans, you'd get one coin. Six chili beans, you'd get two coins. Eight, you'd get three. Or nine, you'd get four coins. So there usually ranges in prices. And it's all based on how many of them they start out in the deck. Each card will tell you how many. So, for example, there are 18 chili beans in the deck. Or there are 24 coffee beans in the deck, which means you probably need a lot more coffee beans to make those extra coins up. Uh, and so, at any point in time, you can decide, you know what? I'm going to sell all the coffee beans that I have. You'll take... Uh, you'll flip over those cards uh, because on the back of them are printed little coins. So if you earned three coins, you will take three of those cards, flip them over, and turn them into coins, and the rest will get discarded into a discard pile. Uh, one thing to note is that when you are planting beans uh, and you want to sell a bean pile, uh, you may never sell a single bean in a bean pile so if you only if you have both of your piles filled up uh, and one of them only has a single bean you cannot sell it if your other pile has multi beans in it. if there are more than one bean in the other pile you must sell the bean pile that has some other than one uh, but if both of them had one you can choose whichever one to sell chances are you're not making a profit on it but at least you're making room for something possibly that you want to, to plant or something that you're literally required to plant because it's your first card that you have to plant. Um, the game continues on. Uh, whenever that first deck of cards that you're drawing from runs out, you will shuffle the deck and make a new draw pile, which will be drastically smaller than it was last time. And then once that pile runs out, you will shuffle the discard pile again and make a new deck. Once that deck runs out for the third time that will end the game uh, and then anyone who wants to sell any of their piles will then do so uh, and then you'll count up each of your each person's coins whoever has the most coins at the ends of the game wins if there is a tie for most coins whoever has the most cards left in their hand will win the game and that is bonanza uh, did you mention what happens if um, after nothing the trade? Oh, okay. Nothing, nothing happens. You put the game away <laughs> and you never think about it again. Uh, what happens after the trading phase if you cannot plant those beans? If you cannot plant the beans during the trading phase, then you're going to have to plant them. Right, but if you have fields that have our different types of beads. Then you're gonna have to sell. Then you're gonna have to sell the beans in order to plant the beans. Okay. Yeah. No, I just so want to clarify I, that because, like, I, I that's did a... say it in a roundabout way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I gave that's... you all the information you needed to know to do that. Yeah. That's. The I most... mean, I'm not said it explicitly, <laughs> but I did get all the information out there. Right. And that's how you teach. <laughs> I randomly told you everything you needed to know. Uh, no, hey, I just want to bring that up because what I... you do with it, that's your deal. <laughs> I just want to bring it up because that is a situation I uh, find myself in a lot in the game. And also, I think new players do, too, is you kind of forget, oh, wait, I've got to sell these beans after this, like, right away. 
Um, and so it's a fun part of the strategy here. But uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, that is Bonanza. So it is Bonanza is funny because it is very much a Euro game and a game like in the best way, but also in a way of like just trusting you. Like this game is so easy to cheat on <laughs> and accidentally <laughs> too because. Uh, of forgetting to keep or not keep your uh, or shuffle up your hand. You just suddenly were just like, you know, so I, like I think a lot of card players like play with their hands today in board games or like magic. You'll shuffle your hand just uh, absentmindedly. Or, and so like I find myself accidentally doing that and be like, oh, crap. No. What did I have? Um, and I just love that the euros are like, oh, people are good. They will never mess this up. <laughs> I, tr- I trust them. Oh, I well, think this well, you're is a so you pure. problem. I think no, no, I totally... know it's not just me. I, I know it's not just me. Fiddling with your hand and, and reorganizing it is not just me for sure. Uh, well, played... see, that, that's why whenever I teach this game, I scold people at least three times <laughs> right, right at the get-go. Do not reorder your cards. And I, and I point at each person and I say, what is wrong with <laughs> yes. you? Stop thinking about reordering your cards. You Until do. one person cries, <laughs> then we're ready to start teaching the game. You do that thing that like airplane, uh, uh, what do they call it? The uh, attendants do when you're in the emergency row. Like I'm gonna need everyone to look at me and give me a verbal yes. Did you understand about not shuffling your hand? Yes, sir, <laughs> sir. I'm talking to you. Headphones off, can, sir. Can you handle the responsibility of not shuffling your cards? <laughs> if you cannot, please tell us, and we will give you a deck of cards that you can't shuffle, and you are out of the game. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel like you got to do it. Um, but I, there's a lot of fun rules too, and I also like uh, just um, this is more of, of its time and the design of its time because I think this game was very much uh, of kind of a bit ahead of its time in 1997 because you see a lot of these mechanisms today. But you know, just the little things that are like uh, still remnants of older games, like the game is over after you've reshuffled the deck three times, and you're like after two times, you're like, what did we shuffle it? I can't remember. Just little things like that that you've got to remember in the game. Always, I'm terrible at that stuff, and so. <laughs> It always just makes me laugh that, like, they've designed out some of those timing mechanisms and rules that are easy to forget or mess up uh, in modern games. Not to say this is showing its age, but it does feel like, um, I don't know, how. what am I putting this? It's a classic. It feels like a classic game, I guess is what it I'm does. trying to say. Um, and, and those little 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 clunky ways. But it's still really good and a really fun game. And cool to see where um, a lot of this uh, design of Uwe, the grand career of Uwe Rosenberg early days of his success uh, in this game for sure. And it stands the test of time for sure. Um, so what's your experience playing this? I have played Bonanza a little bit. I haven't played this game a ton actually, but I've definitely played it at my board game group. It used to be the game that kind of end of night, if we had enough time, we did Bonanza. And uh, so I got a few plays in there and um, I actually own it, And but I haven't played it since I bought it <laughs> earlier last year. So uh, what's your experience playing this game? Um, I, I played it a lot early on, and then just recently I've been playing it a little bit more. I've brought it out. It's one of those that kind of I've been dusting off because yeah. it is a really good game to play with a lot of people. Um, it it plays, I would say, plays best at the five, six, seven slot, so that sure. it, re- it really works with kind of a family mentality. So I've been bringing it out with the family. They, everyone in my family enjoys it. Actually, I, I won't say everyone in my family. Everyone in my wife's family enjoys it. Uh, I'm, I don't think I've actually played this with any of my parents. So that is still not is any still of your parents up in the air. I have, I haven't, I <laughs> not even one, not, not even one. <laughs> But uh, yeah, they they all seem to enjoy it. Uh, I've 
had really fun times with it. Uh, even my father-in-law would occasionally, he tends to play the dumb card either because he doesn't <laughs> understand the game or as most of us suspect is that he totally understands the game. He just likes, you know, just nipping at me every time. And so <laughs> he'll constantly insane. like play something wrong and then just have a little snicker uh, on his own or he will like <laughs> s- start to reorder his cards because he know it irks me off. Uh, but uh, it's, it's super fun. There have been many times where he totally wins the game uh he's playing dumb the whole time just so that he can draw more people in and oh yeah well i don't know sure and then people make the trades because they're like ah he like he's gonna win and then and then he does it's it's a game where i need to keep my cool uh because if i don't people don't like me and they don't want to make trades with me Uh, so you definitely have to you know play you know Play nice, play cool. It's a, it's definitely a very social interaction game, uh, and it's also one of those games where you are pointing out to other people during other people. You have nothing to do with the deal, and you're just like, hey, just to let you know, they've got a lot of coins over there, or you know, they've been making a lot of deals that they haven't been keeping up with, or they, they seem to be making a lot of. Maybe you should not do that type of things, and so. That that's another one of those things where it's like you have to if you're going to do that to be like God they're they're gonna win if they make that deal you have to do it in a way that doesn't make it look like you are trying to just run them into the ground because that can really backfire and it has backfired on me a number of times although if you have at least one other person doing that it helps kind of draw it away from you and so I have some people in my family who will also do that and I'm like all right great I'm they're drawing some of the heat that way so once once they've drawn enough heat then I can start doing that and and it's kind of a back and forth and we're not we're trying not to tip over the pot essentially yeah Uh, but it's a really (laughs) cool game of wheeling and dealing um, and I think the only other game I have uh, where you're actually doing anything like that, other than maybe an auction game, but this really isn't an auction game, would probably be like Settlers of Catan, where you're just trying to get certain resources. So in a way, it's similar to that, but th- I think there's a lot more deals happening, which kind of adds to the intensity of it, and I really like that. Yeah, it does it in a cool way, too, that the active player, you have to trade with the active player if you're going to trade. Like, so everyone gets a turn to kind of be the bell of the ball trading wise instead <laughs> of and and it's it's a really good design because a lot of trading games just sort of like open the floor for trading. And if you're an introverted person, you may not really be good at that or you're comfortable with that. And so, I've you know, I love the fact that it's sort of every person becomes the focus of the trade and kind of works its way around the table. So everyone's going to be able to trade, but the, it's going to be kind of a limiting thing, too, of who you're trading with. Uh, right. So you have to kind of trade by proxy, too. It's like, well, if you give her those, she'll give you that, and then I'll give her these, but then I'll give you – you know, it's like uh, – it's really interesting. And I, I, I don't think I've there's a game that does trading as well as this game does for sure. Not that I've played, at least. I mean, I've never played, like, Merchants and Marauders and things. Or not Merchants and Marauders. What's, it's, uh, what's the trading game? The auction Merchants trading? Merchants of Venus? Merchants no, of – that one. No. <laughs> uh, Oh, uh, I'll think of it. Medici? We're <laughs> um, getting closer. It's in that uh, time period of history based in. Oh, uh, shoot. Oh, anyway, I'll think of it. But um, yeah, I just love how this game does trading. It really, really is just smooth as silk to me and uh, gets gets uh, over some of the things that frustrate me about trading games. Uh, I would agree, too, that this play is great at a higher player count. Um, the it's just it's just designed for that. I think it's like uh, certain games, you know, you just feel like, oh, they had this in mind when they designed it. And that, yeah, for sure, the higher player counts feel the best because it's 
there's a lot of trading going on and it's very interactive and fun and you have to really sort of the deals that are made are very convoluted and funny and um and then the whole gameplay process is just uh, i don't know heightened by more players and involved for sure i don't think it plays terrible i've never played this at two but i uh have played it like three and four and for sure i like the higher player counts the best i've I've played it at two we and it could just be that was like the first time we played the game that it it just didn't hit us right we played two games in a row it played a little bit better on the second game but still there just wasn't that you know it's it's hard to have a good wheeling and dealing game with two people right yeah Uh, and so it really it benefits from having at least three uh but i think four is starting to get good five is five six is like a sweet spot yeah yeah i i would agree that's have you played full seven i think i've played full seven that was a little crazy for me, I have I played seven. It still works. It yeah. Uh, there are a few things that they, I think for six and seven, they change how many people, how many things everyone starts with. And there might be some other thing. I think you might draw less from the deck possibly. Uh, but yeah, it's it still works. It's just you have to be a bit more cautious with your hands, I think, because you don't get to draw as many. You have to kind of hold back and be like, well, you know, I'm, I got to make the really good deals for this stuff or I definitely have to get rid of this. Or there are definitely times in the games where we'd be like, all right, I know you have what I want. It's not your turn. It'll be your turn in two turns. I'm still going to try and like make a you know a, a future deal. Hey, don't make any deals. I can make a really good deal with you. Just hold out when it's your turn and we can make this deal. So there's like back back, back, back room dealings going on <laughs> as you're playing, which is really I, kind of interesting. It's, it's very nice. So, uh, yeah, it still works. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, I, I've played seven once, and that was my first time I played it, so it's kind of like uh, overwhelming <laughs> to start with that. But um, I, I would, I tend to agree that six or five seems to be a really good spot to kind of land with it. Um, yeah. So okay, what else can we say about Bonanza? Uh, the I kind of talked about the art a little bit. It's pretty silly. I love the fact that apparently in the original German they had a lot of double entendres and play on words. Um, and they do the same thing here with uh, an American or an English version. And uh, I think they do a pretty good job. The jokes are very yeah. much dad jokes, but that's fine. Dad jokes totally. are great. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and it's silly. And it is a game for like families to play. So like a lot of the Uwe's games uh, of this type, they're, um, uh, it's very designed for like families to get around. So it's very silly. Um, I do really like the design of the cards being flipped are their own coins. That's great. That's just a smart way to do it. It's efficient. And um, the uh, I don't know it's just a great way to to do it uh, to be able to see how much money you have and like um, I don't know they, he did I like that mechanism too I guess is what I'm saying <laughs> um, yeah and then uh, let's talk about taking it out so that would be where we're headed after all so the game is a game and cards of course and so you're going to have um, a lot of cards around the table as the game progresses. Uh, of course, there's going to be bean fields and scoring piles and things that are popping up. But at the center of the table, you're going to have the draw pile and discard pile. Um, and so that is where, of course, you're drawing and discarding. And that is about it in the center of the table. Everything else is going to be happening in front of you. So you're going to have your bean fields in front of you, either two or three. And those are going to be growing and shrinking and being sold off. 
So, you know, it could be a small bean field, could be a long bean field, long column of cards. Uh, that's going to change. And, uh, you know, a lot of the cards get really good bonuses if you can sell them off at their highest or close to their highest point. So you're going to be trying to get those long bean fields over the course of the game if you can. Um, then next to you, you're going to have your scoring pile, which is the cards flipped upside down to be your stack of coins uh, for your points. And then you're also going to have your hand in front of you, or in your hand, actually. That's where it goes. Uh, and that is pretty much it. Am I missing anything? I don't think so, right? That's that's, that's pretty it. much it, other than the, other than the occasional two cards that get drawn that are going to be needed to be wheeled and dealed. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, that's pretty much everything. Um, so, yeah, yeah. A game that can be, you know, the, the nice thing about it is because the thing, the only thing in the center of the table is the draw and discard deck. Clearly, you can put that wherever you'd like, as long as you know someone can dis- hand out to people or uh, discard or dispense cards to people. There we go, and, and uh, or you can just have it, you know, easily accessible between everybody. Definitely passes the pizza test. I think this is a game that's great to play over food because of the fact that. Um, by using one hand and a fork and the other hand holding your hand, you cannot shuffle it. It is impossible. And so you can just avoid that temptation right away. And that's the solution yeah. for me. But uh, otherwise, it's just it's, a, it's kind of a game that um, the timing of it does well, <laughs> if this makes any sense, to, like, eat food. Like, I feel you have enough time to, like, take a bite and chew on it for a bit and think about what you're going to do or wait to listen to the other trades go down and then try to jump in with your option to the throw today. Well, if you trade to them, I'll give you this. And, you know, so I feel like this game lends it well to eating <laughs> for some reason. I don't know if I can pinpoint exactly why, but... Um, and, uh, yeah, the vibe of the game is great, too, of course. We mentioned this a little bit in the fact that you're just going to be very communicative. This is a trading game, so you're going to be interacting quite a bit with everybody and also kind of scheming. Um, and uh, so people know you're you're obviously – they don't want to help you too much because you're getting points, but they, they need your help or they want your cards or they want to create some favors so you'll help them out in the future. So it's this great – feeling of like i i am helping you but i am holding something back and maybe i'm not helping you as much as i should but uh i don't want you to win so um anyway it's a great it's a great vibe and play feeling uh okay so who is it for who it's not for i think the only thing is what i mentioned before is that if you're extremely averse to trading games or that trading mechanism I think this is worth trying because, like I said, I think it does it a little differently. But that might be the biggest holdup, I guess, is if you're just really, I don't know, shy person or <laughs> or you don't like that mechanism. Um, what else? I can't think of anything else big negative for this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we already said it. In the, if you have, like, a low player count, if you're dealing with oh, that two, too. three, yeah. maybe four. If I mean, four still works, but it might not be the best where it shines so if, if you're on lower player counts maybe go with werfel bonanza which we've talked about before um i think that works really well but uh yeah i think i think it mostly works if you're looking for just kind of a a raucous good time and less of a very thinky good time this is definitely a way to go and if you're taking something out this this really works it re- works really well yeah nice i would agree bonanza uh, would your mom like it? Now, I think that your mom would like this, but I feel like there's also the those those quirky rules. Like, <laughs> I feel her getting annoyed by the the hand shuffling. <laughs> I think she could do it. I think she'd be good at it. But I think she'd be annoyed that she can't. Like, great cards come in the back of her hand, and she can't touch them. And so, you know, I feel like uh, <laughs> that would annoy her. But I think your mom, this vibe of 
game or this game vibe um, really seems like something your mom would enjoy, though. So I don't know. I'm going to give this a maybe yes. Uh, I, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to put it a maybe yes as well. Uh, leaning towards yes. Sure. I think once she played it like two times, she would see the the fun in it and having the being able to shout out oh yeah i i, I want to make a deal with you oh, I, need, I need this oh come on come on come on future considerations we'll do a future consideration like she would definitely my dad would especially get into that and i think my mom would love seeing my dad getting into that as well it's just there's a lot of interaction and that's exactly what she's looking for but i can definitely see her having issues with you know keeping them in order another thing which some of my family members have trouble with when they actually play the game which is the the amount of points the coins you get sometimes you confuse what the numbers mean so like it has a coin and then it puts a number underneath and you think oh that's how many coins i get no that's how many cards you need to get that many coins so if it's two coins and there's a five underneath it you need five cards to get two coins not you get five coins right. when you sell it's it's that definitely confuses people occasionally i can see her getting confused a few times during that but i think after two games she'd get it but again it's one of those things where if she hasn't played it in a while she's she's gonna be calling me up on the phone going hey how's this work again <laughs> right, right so it's one of those games where i definitely know she'd love but i know there'd just be a little bit of hindrance if she hadn't played it in a while so it's yeah i'm going maybe yes but definitely leaning towards the yes end of it. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that that scoring thing too. That 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 gets me too because I kind of I always for for some reason I always forget it. Like because I play this game rarely enough or like far apart between that I like forget draw draw extra coins or stuff like that. So that is a good point. But uh, I would love to play this with your mom. I think it'd be a fun game. Oh yeah, for to like jump the table, especially it's like a big group feeling and like your both your parents are. <laughs> wheeling and dealing that sounds pretty fun <laughs> um all right so there we go that is uh, i almost said worthful bonanza no it is just straight <laughs> bonanza yes and uh oh that's funny i'm looking at a picture on bgg and there is a peanut phone <laughs> in the picture from like the late 90s i forgot about those nice and i was like wow that is a that is a really old picture um but yeah this is a great one i definitely would recommend this i think it's uh you know, it's a classic for sure, and it stands up, it holds up. It's still a very distinct game, uh, very fun, and quite well designed. So, uh, really, really high recommend. I bet you probably even know someone who has it. <laughs> it's, it's that popular. Uh, I believe yeah. you could get this one in Target too, like the, some of the big box stores. It's possible. Yeah. I never. I, it, I. It's possible. I've seen it, and I just kind of ignore it because I'm like, oh yeah, that one, of course. Uh, right. But- <laughs> Yeah, it's it's up and down. I think it's it's you know it's an older game and it's still popular. But um, uh, I, yeah, I can try to remember one last time. I think I have seen it somewhat recently. But but anyway, definitely at your game store for sure online and a variety of different places. But um, very accessible and very uh, very reasonably priced. You get a lot of bang for your buck in this game. Uh, okay, well there we go. Uh, let's see how should we end this episode? I don't. I don't, I do not know. How should we? Bonanza. With a bonanza to, uh, I'm trying to think what's the best way. Bonanza. What does anything rhyme with bonanza? <laughs> bonanza. Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Dennis Franza. <laughs> there we go. Let's do. Try as many celebrities as I can slant rhyme in. <laughs> as many baseball players as you can name. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that would be none. Mark McGuire. That's the only one I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Ken Griffey Jr. And I'm assuming Senior. <laughs> so I know three. Um, all right. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Should we? How many slant rams could we do with Bonanza? I just did two solid ones, so I feel like I I can't think of any. <laughs> I can't even do slant rhymes at this point. Uh, I guess I'm out too. <laughs> I had two solid ones in the night. We'll uh, go with your two solid ones of Costanza and what was the other one? Dennis Franza, the <laughs> NYPD Blue actor. Oh yeah, he famously showed his butt. I remember being a big deal in the news <laughs> at the time. It was like it, it was kind of like George Costanza build guy yes. moons the TV <laughs> on network television in the late '90s, and it was a big deal. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually totally forgot about that until I just mentioned that. That was a huge news story at the time. Um, so, yeah, I guess we got two solid ones. We'll end with that. Dennis Franza yeah. and Costanza. <laughs> uh, I feel like those are pretty solid bonanza rhymes. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, you can get a hold of us and uh, <laughs> tell us how well or we did or did not rhyme these. Pretty well, I'm assuming. Uh, but a couple different ways. You can go to Twitter and Instagram at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page, fill out a comment form. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, until next time, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. <laughs>